As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, hello everyone. It's Susie here, Crypto Granny. I'm sorry it's a bit late today, but as you can appreciate, the markets are diabolical at the moment, uh, risk markets particularly. Uh, it's the day, 19th of the 5th, 2021. It is Wednesday and Amsterdam, Netherlands time, it's 16.49. So I am a bit later than, than normal. Now we've, we've seen... Massive sell-offs in this market, and as as you know, I told my clients last week on the twelfth of May to get out of this market. And there's many, many reasons for that, but the most, the biggest reasons is stag inflation. Number one, stag inflation, and number two, there's a war which is getting out of control. Okay. Also, number three, there is some talk the Fed could taper. Okay, they could stop monetary policy easing and putting money back into the system. Now, if they do that, risk markets will go down again. All credit spreads are blowing out, all swap spreads are blowing out, or high yield is blowing out. The yield curve is steepening, the credit curves are steepening, and all the risk metrics are blowing out. Volatility is through the roof, okay? Normal uh, Bitcoin volatility is around 60%, but at the moment, Bitcoin volatility is around 90%. And all the other cryptos, uh, even XRP volatility is up at 176%, which is massive, okay? Massive, massive, massive. Um, seriously, I I am worried about uh, inflation, stag inflation, because it's not normal inflation, okay? You've got everyone out there saying, buy, buy, buy. But you have to remember something. With stag inflation, we haven't seen it since the 70s. And I was alive in the 70s and yields got up to 17, 18, 20% in Australia. And inflation was around there as well. Now, I hazard a guess uh, very clearly that inflation is around 25%, okay? That's the real figure for inflation. And as I said yesterday and the day before and a week ago when I put out a video on YouTube and I got horrible comments from people because they all said, oh, you don't know anything, Susie. You know, honestly, fair income, I don't have any time for idiots on YouTube and I'm not going to do YouTube again. Because, you know, again, you cannot replace experience, right? You know, 40 years in the market, I look at every risk metric under the sun, right? 
And when I saw these uh, PMI figures coming in, and if you don't know that, look it up. When I saw the CPI figures come in, I just about freaked, right? Now, the thing is, even uh, Canadian CPI came out today, and that was huge. Month on month, up 0.5%, expected 0.2%. Now, month for a month, 0.5%, you go, you go, oh, yeah, see, that's not much. But you annualise that, multiply that by that by 12. The government CPI figures are showing 6% per annum, right? Now, wages aren't going up 6%. They're going backward. And your purchasing power of your dollar is going backward every time the dollar falls, right? Now, the thing is, at 6% CPI, Consumer Price Index, with manipulated inflation figures, and it's still showing the 6%, what do you think the real inflation rates are, right? If the real inflation rates are 25%, right, bonds should be up there somewhere. Interest rate yields should be up there somewhere. And what do you think that's going to do to the equity market? It's going to smash it, smash it from here to Timbuktu, okay? Absolutely smash it, girls and boys, boys and girls, girls and boys. Fair income, it's going to get smashed, just like the cryptocurrency market. Now, the cryptocurrency market, God, it looks down like about 40% down. And luckily for me, my investors, I was so tired yesterday that I couldn't even put in stop. I didn't put in any orders last night to buy on limit. And I didn't do any videos. I was just too exhausted with this market because when you're trading it every day the way I do, it just becomes exhausting, seriously. So luckily for me and my clients, we're not exposed to this crypto down move at all. Matter of fact, we're sitting in lovely cash. I'm sitting in Aussie dollars, which is fabulous. And most of my clients are sitting in euro or pound, which is what I've told them to do. The euro is going to perform much better than the US dollar and the pound, I suspect, will perform better than the US dollar as well. Okay, and if they sit in emerging market uh, FX uh, currency, you know, like, for example, the, the South African czar, the rand they call it, the czar, or if they're sitting in something else like the Costa Rican, God knows what it is, go into pound or euro. You don't want to be in emerging market foreign currency with the exotic currencies, right? I know what the hell I'm talking about, people, seriously. You know, people are still saying to people, buy, buy, buy. I mean, you've got to be crazy. You don't run in, you do not run in the middle of a train going downhill. And this is what this is, right? I do not buy anything until the market has stabilized, okay? That's number one. It has to stabilize. And if it doesn't stabilize, I'm not buying, okay? It's just that simple, right? Because I suspect that any rally in this market is going to be sold. People are still long in crypto and wrong, long and wrong, okay? Because now we have stag inflation. You cannot look at the crypto market with the same eyes, okay? Like a week ago, I saw the stagflation, inflation, right? And I remember what it did to the bond market and everything else, right? This smells of 2007 to me. I said that. And my investment strategy is completely different today with stag inflation. Now, if you don't know what stag inflation is, go and get educated. Fair income, honestly. I'm just so sick of giving free information to people. And I've done it for years and years and years. And I'm just exhausted from it. Fair income, I really am. You know, people are so bad. They won't even give you like a $5 tip. I mean, give me a break here, seriously. 
you know, I rang one guy up, you know, American guy, and I'm not even, he's not even my client, but the guy had millions of dollars. And I rang him up as a courtesy on the 12th and said, I'm telling all my clients to get out of crypto. Do you think I got a, do you think I got a, a thank you from that guy? No. An American guy. Not that I'm saying all oh, Americans are like that. Don't get me wrong, babes in the woods, please. But it's just bloody rude, you know? Yeah, he's a young buck, you know, he's under 30 or whatever. But it's just friggin' rude, man. I mean, I saved that guy a fortune, right? The guy was already up a shitload. And you know what? If he held his position to this day from one week ago, the guy would have been down half a bar, right? Which is market speak for 500,000 US bucks, right? Okay? So half a mil, which is a lot of money by anyone's account, particularly in US dollars. It's about 750,000 Aussie, right? That's a lot of money, babes. So what's getting me going even more is the Fed is now talking about taper, you know, taking away QE, right? Which means yields are going to go higher. They're not, you know, they don't buy the bonds in the market, right? They can't keep yields down. Even the Europeans are saying, oh, maybe European... You know, maybe the yields in the Europe have to go up as well. I mean, markets always have three lots of seriously bad news, right? And the, the third lot of bad news was the Chinese, you know, come out last night or whenever they came out, and they've clamped down on crypto trading everywhere. The central bank refreshed its ban on crypto trading with new measures to close down loopholes, right? Not to offer crypto services to any... Companies, finance, exchange, exchanges or settlement or anything, right? And they'll ban people and close them down, right? And that's big because the Chinese, you know, have been trading on Binance, right? And, you know, if they, they're strict about this, they will just, you know, chop everyone down completely, right? Absolutely. Now, I'm going to start, you know, with the fiat news because that's that's the macro news which has an effect on the crypto market. Like I said... All markets are related by cash, liquidity, okay? If people start selling out of their risk assets, they're going back to cash, right? Good, good cash, right? You know, and you want to sit in a, a strong currency. I don't want to sit in a weak currency. I certainly don't want to sit in Zara or, you know, Costa Rica, whatever the thing is or whatever. You get my drift here. I want to sit in currency that's still going to do okay, like Euro or Pound or Aussie. You know, because it has better fundamentals, you know, that we're not, in Australia, for example, the central bank hasn't borrowed to the hilt and it's not issuing to the hilt and it's not selling its currency to the hilt. So as far as I'm concerned, the Aussie dollar is probably one of the safest currencies to be in, even though it's regarded by the market as highly speculative, okay? It's the fifth largest currency pair in the, in the world, Aussie US, and people sell and trade it all the time, right? That's That's what they do, right? And it's speculative as well. But for me... I would rather be in Australian dollars, okay? That's for me, right? You know, and it's tucked away in a safe big bank somewhere because what happens in these markets, right, and you have to be mindful, in 2008, 2008 and 2009, there was so much volatility in the market, what happens is big banks start to withdraw their credit limits to small banks and to small corporates, right? They start to withdraw their funding limits so corporates can't borrow from them, right? Now, if this goes the same way that 08, 09 go, and you see small lenders like or collateral lenders, for example, that lend money on crypto, as crypto goes down, people get sold out 
And then if people do sell their crypto and unwind their staking, they're going into cash, right? And those exchanges or small collateral operations need to give you cash. Now, on a day like this, everyone's screaming for cash, right? If the stock market's selling down, they're selling their shares and they're going into cash, cash will run at a premium, okay? Because what happens with this herd mentality of selling? And, you know, there's so many idiots on YouTube. I can't believe this, right? Fair dinkum. People think that, you know, because they're trading crypto markets, they think they're smarter than me after 40 years of three degrees in education and market experience. I mean, give me a break. I mean, honestly, it just frustrates me. But anyway, look, people go to cash, right? Because cash, you know... Apart from inflation, you don't generally lose anything unless you're in a currency that's getting absolutely cremated, right? Now, the thing is, building, you know, we can see what's going on here. We've got a war in Israel and the Middle East, right? We've got the Fed tapering, potentially. You know, we've got yields rising. We've got inflation out of control here. And we know it for 20 years, right? They've tried to manipulate the figures for 20 years, the government right? And then the figures are not right. I mean, when you look at lumber, for example, lumber to build a goddamn house, the same in Australia, right? Lumber's up 89% year on year, 90% year on year. So no wonder a house to build a house is doubled anywhere. You know, wood is rare. Old wood is rare. You're not allowed to chop down trees anymore in Australia, right? Old wood, copper's through the roof, everything's through the roof. You know, uranium, steel, everything, food, you know, the Chinese are buying it all, right? And there's no supplies, right? It is a no-brainer. What is old again is new again, right? You know, if you want to keep yourself safe, you buy rare collectibles, physical assets, people, physical assets. In time of inflation, physical assets go through the roof, Okay, depending, you know, it's very specific. Obviously, housing goes through the roof, you know, um, energy, all those energy prices, you know, copper, all those, all those resources go through the roof. And rare collectibles go through the roof because it's physical assets, right? Like old gold jewelry, for example, gold, silver will have their day. You know, with inflation up here, gold should be at least five thousand dollars right an ounce that's fair income but currently it's still at 1853 us and that is a huge huge you know opportunity for anyone i'm in the process of buying physical gold and silver of my cash holdings i'm looking to buy 10 to 15 percent allocation into those two because they are cheap at the moment silver is cheap and so is gold okay? And they are rare and they're too cheap at the moment, particularly when war is on. You know, fiat currency, depending what it is, goes down. Now, the Israel currency, I forget what it's called, um, but, you know, clearly with this war, the currency would have been hit dramatically, down, 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 okay? And, you know, the war in the Middle East is very intensive. It's getting worse and worse, right? The UN is calling for a ceasefire. But honestly, I don't think it's going to change the problem, right? You've got 
the Israelites and you've got the Palestinians. Both are arguing over the same land. The Palestinians have been squeezed out, whether you like it or not, and the Israels are trying to take over their land. Now, of course, that's going to end up in problems. It's like someone coming to you and saying, hey, that's my house, your house. So they come to my house and go, hey, this is my house, and I've got to give them back the keys, right? And you paid a million bucks for your house or whatever. Okay, obviously not in the Middle East, you get my point. But the point is, you know, these poor people have had to move out. And now there's war. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. You know, and with that, it, it depletes resources, right? Even this COVID thing going on in India is depleting resources and it's bad. You know, uh, people are dying everywhere. It's gone to the rural areas of India. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply where there's no medical doctors or anything, right? And it's getting worse and worse. You know, it stops production of goods and it depletes resources, right? And it's not great. There are so many risks in this market, I can't even tell you, seriously. If you look at the UK prices of inflation and PMI, they're the highest for years. It is right across the board, right? We all know we've been living with inflation. It is not new to us. Okay, it's just now the market's concentrating on it and saying, oh, my God, it's really stag inflation, right? And the media's not even talking about that. They keep talking about Elon Musk. Give me a break. Elon Musk did not start the crypto market sell-off. I mean, I even had some idiots say to me, oh, did you go? Did you sell your crypto, Susie, because of Elon Musk? I don't even listen to that guy, man. Why would I listen to some rich punk? I, I don't do it, you know? I don't do it. It just makes me angry. No, I sold the market because I know what the frig I'm doing. That's why. God, seriously, you can understand I'm so tired today and I'm really grumpy, like really grumpy. Anyway, apart from that, I had a really nice um, email, well, a text, sorry, from this lady called Leah. Thank you so much, Leah. A friend of mine, Mark, who I just adore in Melbourne, and I really miss him, you know, and she just said some really nice things to me, you know, and, you know, about all my hard work and, you know, getting not paid and all this stuff, right? And I thought, you know, what a nice thing to do, to text me and say thank you. And you know what? All you want is a thank you, man. People in this day and age, fair dinkum, I sound like my grandmother, have lost their manners, and I don't like people with bad manners, you know what I'm saying? Manners, baby. You get a, you get ahead with manners in this day and age. Fair income, right? And it's just nice when someone does that, man. 
You know, people expect everything for nothing and I don't do that. I don't I don't expect everything for nothing. Even my cleaner, I pay her a good money, you know. She gets paid 50 euro an hour, you know. I don't rip anyone off. Give me a break. Um, anyway, enough of that. I'm really pissed off, I think. Sorry, guys. I'm really annoyed. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's just stress and I'm tired. Yeah, I'm really tired, I have to say. Anyway, building permits, right, only grew 0.3% in April in the US. Uh, and they're, and basically, they're expecting more, okay? Housing starts were down 9.5%. And it's because the cost of building, right? As I said, lumber is up 89% year on year. That's just one product that goes into a house that's up nearly 100%, man. Uh, UK new jobs, uh, the job market in the UK was hot, according to these figures, if you believe them. Up 84,000, claimants were down minus 15,000. And unemployment rate in the UK, if you believe this, is 4.8 uh, rather than 4.9. Now, I don't believe the unemployment figures that are that are printed by the Australian Bureau of Statistics, the Garbology, and I don't believe the unemployment figures that are printed by the other uh, economies, okay? Because I know when I talk to young people, and I have a lot of young friends, when they go for a job, right, there's a million people applying for the job, right? And these days, these poor young people don't even get the courtesy of an email back saying, oh, look, I'm sorry, you know, your resume or whatever, you know, you didn't fit the grade. I mean, they, you know, the problem is in the Australian market, I don't know what it's like anywhere else, but, you know, you need a thousand million different types of skills as a young person, right? You have to have the experience so specific, right? And they want all these skills for a price of 35000 a year and working an 80-hour week. I mean, get real. You know, like old dinosaurs like Goldman Sachs expecting people to work 80 hours a week. Give me a break. I mean, we used to do that ourselves, Generation Xs and you know, the early, um, the younger baby boomers. But, you know, it's not the, you know, we didn't want to have to do that. I mean, all we did was work our lives away, right? I mean, when I was in, uh, you know, financial markets and clients and dealing rooms, we used to work 18-hour days. And honestly, a lot of us became drug addicts and alcoholics because of it. And a lot of guys lost their wives because of it, you know? You know, the world's changed, seriously. And I think it's great that people can work from home and dictate and good on the young. You know, they've basically said, the young people have said under 30, I don't want to work like my parents did. I don't want to work like my grandfather. And fair enough, because the working conditions these days suck for young people. They don't get superannuation. They don't get sick leave. They don't even get paid for lunch. Give me a break. It's really bad for them, I have to say. But anyway, let me get back to this. I always go on a tangent. I'm very sorry about that. But also the European Central Bank is even now on the same bad wagon. God, they all, they're all the friggin' same, just like the media about crypto. Every crypto media, oh, the market's going down because of Elon Musk. It's not. It's not going down because of him. Fair income. He's not that powerful, believe me. It's just that there's 54 Twitter, you know, 54 million Twitter idiots that follow him and everything he says they think is true, right? Give me a break again, right? But the thing is, right, the market's going down because China also came out last night, as I told you, and have now put the clamp on trading crypto. Not just that, the Fed controls everything and it's out of control. They have let the genie out of the bottle. They cannot manipulate these figures anymore, right? They've manipulated them so much, but now it's actually showing some inflation, right? 
And the fact is, the figures are already manipulated. So the fact is, real inflation is so high, it is a joke. And that's why people that are on, you know, 50 to 100,000 a year, that get a pay rise of 5% a year, are behind the eight ball, right? They call my generation the squeeze generation because we've got the kids on one side that are 30, they don't want to leave home, and we've got the old parents on the other side, and we're getting screwed every which way. The kids often don't work, and we're just paying out and paying out, and thank God I don't have children because it's hell, man. It's hell in the trenches, right? The price of everything's going through the roof. Education, everything. If you don't have money, you're absolutely screwed, literally. I have to say that. It's bad, 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 right? And what are these idiot politicians doing? They have no idea about anything. The SEC is so dumb. Honestly, I'm going to flip today. I really am. You want to hear what they did with XRP? They're just such idiots, man. I, I can't even believe it. They put these people in positions of power and they don't know anything. How do you do that? You know, it's like in Australia, right? This guy got to be um, the treasurer of, of Australia, the treasurer of the bank of, uh, of Australia, sorry, the treasurer of the whole com uh, country of Australia, right? And this guy didn't even have an accounting degree or anything, you know, a finance degree. How do you get a job, right? You've got no qualifications, you know, you get just because you're in a political party, you've got no qualifications at all, right, in that, and you become the accountant of the whole country, you know, the, the treasury, you know, balance sheet and all that stuff. How do you get that job? Normal people don't get that job. And that guy's on like half a million a year and smoking a big fat cigarette because he is such a chauvinistic whatever, right? And Australians, you know, the politicians, as you know, there's been a lot of stuff about them lately and it's friggin' disgusting. And they're all middle-aged, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant males with their shocking attitudes about women, seriously, and this is why I love young guys, because under 35, they don't have that attitude. I don't know what happened in my generation. Fair income, I honestly don't. We all hung around together at 16 and 17, and everything was grooving great and fantastic. And now all these guys are my age, like, you know, I'm 58. They're all around 55 to 62, and they're also, like, you know, they've completely forgotten, like, what it was like to be young, man. They're just so strict with their kids and... Oh, my God, I don't know what's wrong with these people. Fair income. And they've got a problem with women. They can't seem to work with women in the workplace. I don't know. I mean, look, as far as I'm concerned, they need to get rid of all the old wood in, in the governments and in corporations. Get rid of the Jamie Diamonds of this world, world, the blue bloods. Get rid of them all and put black people in there, you know, put any sort of people in there, providing they're not white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant male and, you know, 60 or whatever. It's a boys club and it's disgusting. Put some young men in there, whatever. You know, anyone from a different ethnicity, the whole world is not based on white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant males at 60 and over. You know, this is a joke, man. This is why this whole world is so screwed, Right. Yes, I'm using the word screwy. It's actually my name, Susie Crew. There you go. My friends call me screwy. And yes, I am screwy. I think in this world, you have to be pretty crazy to deal with it. Fair dinkum. I really believe that. Honestly, you know, it's not good. 
Now, I'm going to tell you about XRP, actually, because that's enough of me carrying on like an idiot. Now, I know I'm an idiot, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, wait a minute. Also, former U.S. Treasury, listen to this one, former U.S. Treasury Secretary Lawrence Sum Summers, remember him? That was a while ago. Criticised the Federal Reserve because he said they have still got exceptionally loose monetary policy and there is a dangerous complicity in what they're doing because they are fueling inflation even worse, right? Now, if real inflation is at 25% and these guys have got an expansionary monetary policy, like we all know, keeping yields at 1.6%, yields are supposed to go up when inflation goes up. That's what it's supposed to do. They've, they've destroyed the risk metrics of the market for a start. Yields could literally... If, if China decides to sell U.S. Treasuries, right, and this is a real risk because I know a lot of stuff, I can tell you this stuff, they hold at least half the U.S. Treasuries that get issued, right? Now, if President Biden keeps harassing China like he does, you know, about the trade and all this sort of stuff and vice versa, and if relationships with China get ugly, they could start selling U.S. Treasuries, right, and bonds, now, if they sell U.S. Treasuries and bonds, yields are going to go through the roof, up. Price down, yields up, which will also bring down the equity market and the cryptocurrency market. Now, me as an investor and a trader, I look at every angle, okay? I look at every angle. Now, if yields start rising and the U.S. dollar goes down, China is going to lose a lot of money holding U.S. Treasuries, Right? With bonds, you lose money if you sell between the maturity and if yields go up and you bought the yield at a lower level, you lose money, okay? And if the currency goes down, you lose even more money. So, you know, China could sell US treasuries and that is a real risk here. I think it's a huge risk and I look out for everything in terms of risk markets, right? And I'll say it here. I'll be the first one to say this because no one, no one's thinking in this world at the moment. Seriously, they all listen to the, to the newspapers. And, oh God, it's Elon Musk that's selling the market. Big, oh for heaven's sakes, fair dinkum. The guy's not that important, you know. Just because the guy's got money, it doesn't mean he's a great person, you know. Golly, honestly, it doesn't mean they're great people. Why do people respect money so much? You know, I respect humanity. I. You know, to me, health and, you know, love and, you know, health, love, you know, and your family, you know, and your partner and your kids and, you know, your nephews. I've got the most gorgeous nephews and nieces. That's the most important thing. That's the most important thing to me, right? And money comes second. Of course it does, you know, but also, you know, I wanted to protect my clients because I don't want my clients losing money under my... Uh, how can I say, uh, under me steering the boat, like I'm steering this big warship, you know, and we need to watch out for all the bombs everywhere because there's a lot of bombs going off at the moment, literally so many bombs going off. And the corporate spreads are blowing out to smithereens, even triple A corporate paper, the highest credit rating is blowing out to smithereens, right? Everything's blowing out. The Fed will not be able to control the yield curve. You know, I'm I'm wondering why the yield curve is still so flat now, right? This yield curve could steepen dramatically. In other words, a long end.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. In the yields could go up 10%. And I'm on record for saying that because they've been purposely kept down for 15 years, right? You've got to understand where we've come from. Again, the equity market was in a bull market for 12 years, right? Or 11 years, 09, right? You work it out. You know, again, you cannot expect the equity market to continue to be in a bull market for the next 12 years. Cycles change, people change, populations change. The uh, the uh, baby boomers are getting older, right? The oldest of the baby boomers is 80-something, and they don't want to be in risk markets. They just want to be in cash, right? So market, markets are driven also by population, right? Population growth you know, and growth. And we're in a completely different economic cycle. We've got the worst situation where we got low growth, the Fed's on drugs, thinking the growth's going to get to 6.5% GDP. Give me a break. But if it does, if the Fed thinks growth's going to be at 6.5% GDP and inflation's at 6, right, that's 12.5%, right? A 10-year bond should be at 12.5% when it's only at one64 you see, that's the risk, 1.66 today, I should say. That is the risk, people, right? And if China starts selling, those bond yields are going to go through the roof, through the roof, okay? You know, you need to fix your mortgage. Seriously, if you're on a floating rate mortgage, fix it. Yields are going to go higher. It's just a matter of days and time, right? That's my, you know, that's I would definitely be fixing my mortgage fed income. Uh, very serious times indeed, I have to say. So let's talk about XRP, right? And this is going to even annoy me even more, fair income. The SEC are idiots. What else can I say here? Uh, listen to this one. They go, six XRP investors may be excluded from court hearings as Ripple versus the SEC saga continues. Bloom and hell, seriously. The US security regulators keep blocking key figures in the XRP holders' Uh, collective from participating in the lawsuit. And I'm wondering why. Why? I think it's very relevant. These are investors that potentially lost a lot of money because of what the SEC has done. The SEC is supposed to uh, uh, basically protect retail investors, okay? They're supposed to protect people. But you know what? They didn't, right? And now what they've done, this see, they say, that they say that this motion that was allowed under a court judge, Judge Torres, in late March, 
They've done it. The SEC have filed a reply motion, a memorandum opposing, opposing the six holders to come uh, and, and sit on the side with Brad Garlinghouse and Chris Larson. I would have thought that would have been very relevant since they're investors and they're trying to get Brad Garlinghouse and Chris Larson for selling securities and trying to get them for selling them and saying, hey, you're going to make money, right? Which is not the case at all, right? So not only have they done that, the motion to intervene on behalf of XRP holders was granted by um, Judge Torres, as I told you, in late March. But following that, uh, the XCC holders have basically said, the SEC basically said they oppose it and they don't think it's relevant, right, at all. Uh, and they've named some names here, which is strange. I don't know why they've named names, but they have. Jordan Deaton, James Lamonte, Tyler Lamonte, Mia Lamonte, Mitchell McKenna, Christina Warner. And they've named these people, which is amazing. I mean, I, I think it's amazing. And, and they're basically saying these third-party defendants aren't relevant, right? These, these third-party dependents that are investors in XRP, they say, are not friends of the court. And they've used this word, which I've never heard, but I, I do understand it because it's Italiano. They've used it and they say, under this legal term called Amici Correa, which means the friend of the court, Amici is friend, of course, they're saying that these six investors are not friends of the court and will have a vested interest, Right. Uh, and, and I just believe that's garbology, okay? I believe that is absolute garbology. You know, fair dinkum. They, they also say these holders will not provide any new information to the court and they have a bias interest. But you know what? I've got something for the SEC. I reckon the SEC are biased because they're being given a brief to fine as many corporates as they can and to get as many millions and billions out of corporates as they can, Right? Because they need money. They're funding for the government, okay? You know, that's what I reckon they're up to. And I, I just think their whole ideology is absolutely stupid, right? Fair income. Now, Ripple also announced, uh, and it's business as usual for Ripple because they're amazing, right? Ripple announced a partnership with National Bank of Egypt, and they're going to connect with them and Lulu Exchange to do remittance for Egypt and the Middle East, parts of the Middle East and North Africa, right? Now, that market last year was something like 24 to 30 billion in remittance, okay? And, you know, Ripple just keeps getting more and more clients, paying clients, and it's a great story for them, right? I mean, you've got to be impressed with them, and I am. I mean, I've always been impressed with XRP. You know that, right? I mean, it's an amazing, amazing story. Uh, also, if we look at Binance, apparently Binance Exchange, there was so much selling this morning of Bitcoin and Ethereum, uh, and because Bitcoin and Ethereum are mining, are miners' proof of work, there was just so much congestion between those uh, those coins on the network. And Binance basically had to stop sell orders and also to stop withdrawals because of the Bitcoin and Ethereum congestion. Also, the fees are through the roof for Ethereum and Bitcoin, as you can appreciate. So not only are people losing money, they screw people on money, uh, on fees as well, Bitcoin and Ethereum, okay? So, um, you know, and that's fairly interesting. We did see a lot of liquidity, a lot of liquidation in this market, 8 billion on Bitcoin as it plummets. 
you know, my chart said that the Bitcoin uh, low was 29774.70 and there was massive selling going through, like massive. Uh, volatility is still edging up and that's a worry. But also something else you might want to think about, guys and girls, is every company that's bought Bitcoin, right, they're going to have much more volatility in their share price because they're holding more volatility by being in Bitcoin, right? So something like MicroStrategy, and we know they have something like 110,000 Bitcoin, a lot, right? Their average price of buying Bitcoin was 43,663. 43,663, right? Now, you know, I'm just looking at Bitcoin now. I've, I've, it's come back a bit. It's at 37,588.59, right? Now, I'm just wondering, you know, what would be the trigger? And again, I always think differently to other people. I look at the risk everywhere before I do anything. Risk, 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 right? What would be the trigger for these guys to sell out of this position of 43, average holding price of 43,663, right? You know, clearly it's not around, it's not 30, but I'm wondering if Bitcoin got lower, would it cause more of a sell side, you know, coming on the sell side? Because it's just, you know, it's going lower and lower. And I think that's something people need to keep an eye out for. Anyone that holds, anyone that's listed on the exchange that holds Bitcoin, you're going to see a lot more volatility in their share price, okay? And it's something to keep an eye out on. I'm certainly going to be watching MicroStrategy share price for sure because I think uh, if that happens, you know, you could get some more downside selling here. Now, I don't know whether this market's going to go lower or not, but, you know, I need to have a look at my technicals, to be perfectly honest, and I haven't had a good chance to look at them today because I've been flat out. But, you know, it, the market has, this sell-off has been absolutely savage, Right. And if I go to my four hours just very quickly, you know, a lot of these went through the four hours and now a lot of them are back just near the four, right? The four hours, some of them, not all of them, but not all the cryptos, but there's been huge volume right across the board, right? Huge volume, seriously. And it'll be interesting to see exactly how this market operates in the next couple of days, okay? Uh, I, I'm very cautious at the moment. Um, I don't know whether there's going to be more selling or not, okay? So, you know, I've said to my clients, you know, I'm only going to put in about fifteen to 20000 from here because, you know, we have stagflation, okay? And that is a big problem for me. I know what happens in stagflation. You know, paper assets don't do well. Some digital assets will do extremely well, but the most of the market will go down probably, there's 10,000 cryptos, coins and tokens out there, and most of them are absolute garbology. So we have to be really careful here, guys and girls. Seriously, we really do. I mean, the volume last night was massive. Um, if we look at the if we look at the um, market cap, like a couple of weeks ago, as you know, market cap was around 2.5 trillion, and now market cap is down to 1.7 trillion. Volume's 213 billion. Liquidity is starting to dry up. It's 2.790. Normally, it's around four and a half, right? So keep an eye on that. That's worrying. Liquidity is at 2.790 bill. Normally, we see that four and a half bill. Now, Bitcoin dominance is starting to rise again. It's 41%, and that doesn't surprise me because it's selling off less than all the other alts. Now, it did get down to about 30, uh, 38%. I had a target of 35, but it's near enough, right? And that's why we got out of everything. But it's not just that. It's about this stag inflation, okay? 
Stag inflation means interest rates go so much higher than where they are now. And that is the serious risk here, guys and girls. Seriously, I have to tell you that. Uh, very, very serious. Now, have I got anything else here? No. The social media, of course, is looking at Tether, Binance, True, Matic and all those, and Bitcoin and whatever, and Polygon. But another thing I think that's going to hit, the, hit the, the, the bad news for crypto is Tether Inc. You know, there will be an investigation. These guys have done the wrong thing. You know, it's almost, you know, it's not, it's not good. You know, I've got to be careful what I say here. I don't want to be sued. You know, these guys have only, you know, basically 76% uh, they're holding of US dollars against every Tether that is issued. Now, that ain't right, Okay. It isn't right, that's for sure. You know, the problem is, if it's supposed to be backed with uh, US dollars, then it should be 100% backed, right? And the investigators will look at that as well. There'll be an investigation by the Attorney General or someone, and that'll get this market, you know, bleeding again, right? And that's not a good story, okay? Not a good story at all. So, look, you know, today I'm just sitting on my hands, right? I don't like entering a market like this. I would like to see it consolidate before I buy again. You know, for me, it needs to consolidate, okay, and form a base before I get back in at this stage, all right? Anyway, guys and girls, that's enough of me. Sorry, I'm really tired and a bit grumpy. Yeah, I've been like this all week and last week. What's wrong with me? You know what it is? I need a holiday, people. Seriously, I want to go back home to Australia. I miss it so much. And you know what? I read an article. Everyone's going back to Australia. And there was something about the most livable city in the world and Melbourne's right up there in, in the top 10. And it doesn't surprise me because Melbourne is awesome. I love Melbourne so much. Anyway, my uh, darlings, thank you, my listeners, for putting up with me. I know I'm uh, a bit out there. I've always been out there, but not to worry. I tell the truth. There you go. Anyway, see you guys. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.